Good morning, Murray State Aggies. It's Katie, and we are talking with Oklahoma State Representative Rhonda Baker, and we are so excited that she wanted to hop on this session of the All About Aggies podcast in kind of promotion um, for Higher Ed Day, which is today, Tuesday, February 16th. So we will just let her introduce herself, and then we'll go from there and kind of learn a little bit about higher ed and education in general from the state capital side. So we'll go ahead and let you introduce yourself, State Representative Baker. Yes, good morning, Katie, and good morning, Murray State. I am Representative Rhonda Baker. I represent House District 60, and that covers um, parts of Canadian and Caddo County. Um, I live in Yukon, but I um, have a unique district. Um, Yukon, of course, is very much a suburban area. <laughs> yeah. I cover a lot, a lot of rural Oklahoma, so I have Union City, um, Hinton, Carnegie, El Reno, and um, so I get what I call the best of both worlds. I get the rural folks as well as the suburban folks, and I absolutely love it. That is a really good district to have because you do get both. So you get to help different areas for the different things that they need. Um, that's a that's really yeah. cool. I like that too. Yeah, I mean, definitely sometimes votes I make are difficult because, um, you know, I have to consider my rural folks uh, uh-huh. versus, you know, what my, um, you know, more suburban people would want. And uh, it does make it difficult, especially when we're looking at an issue that, um, you know, is important to a municipality, but it's just as important to the farmers and ranchers, you know, the opposing right. views. So, um Sometimes it can be a challenge, but I, I absolutely, I love it, so. Yeah, well, a lot of, including myself until about high school, um, people don't really realize maybe the role of a legislator. They think that maybe it's, well, you go there for a month and you vote on votes and then you go back home and you don't do anything. There's a lot more to it, right? Like you have to write bills, you have to work on your community, um, so what's more of like your role as a state rep? Okay. So, um, prior to being elected, I was a teacher and, um, I, you know, just really had, uh, had it in my heart that I needed to run for higher office and, and, uh, you know, serve my district, uh-huh. um, and let my voice be heard for education. So I ran and, um, you know, when I was elected, I had an inkling of, of what the job entailed, but it really isn't until you get up here that you, you really do realize that it is very involved and it's not something that just um, lasts for the four months during session. Um, it is a year long commitment. So yes, we are in session from February, the very first uh, Monday of February. Mm-hmm the end of May, but after that, um, we have to be out in our districts, and of course, we are going to uh, any anything that we are asked to come to, so we might be at chamber events, we might be at, 
SSA event. Uh-huh. I mean, there's just a variety of things that we're expected to be at in our districts. And of course, what that does is that helps us stay in touch with our constituents. We know what is important to them. We're having conversations, uh, ways that we know that um, we can help them. And then come fall, um, we start doing interim studies on potential legislation that we're going to file. And so those interim studies are pretty time consuming, um, you know, making sure that you're there not only for the study, but you're reaching out to people to come and actually uh, speak and, oh, yeah. uh, you know, do presentations and, and actually teach us about, you know, a, a particular idea or whatever and then then you file your bills and that's time consuming making sure you're meeting with people and you're getting the language exactly right and so there is a lot of time that is spent in meetings um you know just talking to people understanding how to compromise on issues and so forth and then um you know, once bill filing happens, then you're kind of on the ground and you're running uh-huh. and you're, you know, trying to build support for your ideas um, and, and work with people that aren't going to be supportive of your idea, you know. So right, there right, is a yeah. lot more to it than just going up and, and making votes and then leaving in the day, you know, oh, at the end yeah. of the day. So That's it's funny. very, um, it, there's a lot of engagement that takes place. Um, you know, I say that I I am more exhausted by the end of the day from all of the hard decision-making that takes place than, you know, I would be, you know, from the end of the day teaching. Oh, I would right. be on my feet most of the day, you know. Yeah. So, um, there is a lot that goes into being a, a state representative, for sure. So when, when you taught, where did you teach at UConn? Yes, uh-huh. Yeah, I was teaching in UConn when I left, yes. That's neat. My, I have, there's such a special place um, in my heart for teachers. My mom taught for a couple years and uh, my, my little, when I was like a, you know, little kid, my goal was to be a kindergarten teacher. So growing up, I collected, I mean, Christmas, birthday, anytime I got a present, I got teaching stuff. I got a podium and stickers and if I would have stuck that out, I, I mean, I'd have everything in the world now. And a lot of it's outdated, yeah. but I would, when my mom was teaching, and even like in the third grade, my teacher knew my passion for teaching. So she would save me like all the leftover practice tests and send them home with me. And then I would teach my little friend group whenever they would come over on the weekends. And it's such a good time. Um, so yeah. that brings back, you know, part of me wanting to pursue that career again. I'm in a way. Sure, yeah. But, and yeah. I tell you, if you ever get tired of what you're doing, we are always looking for people in Oklahoma to come and be teachers. I mean, we, we still have such a shortage and uh-huh. there's such a need. So if you think that that's ever something you'd be interested in, we would highly recommend that you do that. Yeah. Um, okay. So speaking of teaching and education and then the meetings and how busy you are, you are the Common Education Chair, right? Committee Chair? That is correct. Yes. Yeah. So can you kind of talk about that? I know it's different than higher ed, but still, I mean, you, you start with Common Ed, right? And then you pursue higher education. So maybe kind of yes. your role on a committee and this chair. Sure. So um, as the Committee Chair of Common Education, we deal with policy initiatives that deal um, with legislation from kindergarten through 12th grade. So 
what we deal with actually will either uh, go hand in hand with students uh, moving on into higher ed um, to increase outcomes so that maybe uh, in college there's not as much remediation that has to take place. Um, that's just an example. Funding, um, you know, making sure that there's enough funding to prepare kids for their goal of uh, going into higher ed. Um, but we, we deal with a lot of policy. Um, uh-huh. I have been the committee chairman. This will be my third year. And, oh, wow. um, you know, so each year there's a new challenge. Um, but I have an excellent committee. I mean, I think that if you ever listen to our um, committee meetings, there's lots of questions that are asked. I mean, we try to vet the um, policies as much as possible. And I really do, as the chairman, try to make sure that I am um, having things heard uh-huh. on the committee that are going to be uh, beneficial in some way. Um You know, some committee chairman will listen to every bill that's filed, and so there will be a lot of bills that will go through. I have a lot of bills assigned to my committee. I won't hear everything if I don't um, think that it's beneficial in some way. So, um, you know, I'm I'm very optimistic about uh, where we're going as a state. You know, COVID really set us back (laughs) in a lot of ways, but uh, that's... We are not unique in that. I mean, everyone across the nation, every school's experienced that. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I do try to uh, have a positive outlook on where we're going and moving forward. And education has been a priority for us um, here at the Capitol for the past several years. So um, I do think that we've We've got a good handle on things, and and we're looking forward to to moving in a, a positive way. Yeah, and I, I I can recognize that too because I've seen, I mean, just kind of being in my position, um, and out of college, out of high school, you can tell the difference in the last couple of years in relation to higher ed, just from. Um, you know, the information that's put out there, the communication. So I think that there's definitely been a positive impact too. So thank you for that. Um, that's, sure. it's, it's such a, it's so neat to learn the different aspects of how and the way that things are made, voted on, come up with yeah. to better the state as a whole in every different department. Um, so it's so neat when you actually get to see the clockwork behind it and then the outcome and it's like oh my gosh that just happened in one day and it's like no (laughs) no that was like a year (laughs) and planning and voting and we wrote this bill two years ago or what you know whatever um so I don't actually know much about becoming a committee member is that something that you run that you're appointed to or just something that people recognize because you have a background in that great question so um Our leadership every year before session starts, they will send out a survey. And on this survey, they will ask a variety of questions about, um, you know, things that you're interested in, what your background is in, um, what committees, you know, you can um, rank them in order um, based upon your interest or maybe your skill set and so forth. And so leadership will take those surveys and 
I look at them and try to assign people, because we're assigned, assign people okay. to those committees based upon their background or their, you know, skill set, yeah. again, interest level. And so like on my committee, uh, you know, a majority of the people either have some type of an education background, whether it be um, a teacher, a principal, superintendent, school board member, or and we, it's just as important that we get parents, um, the parental voice. So people oh, yeah. that, you know, maybe they don't have an education background, but they are very engaged as far as being a parent and want to give the perspective of what a parent expects from education. So it's very well-rounded, but yeah, that's how um, it is assigned. Yeah, so, I and I will tell you, I know that we're in the middle of COVID and, and um, it's hard for individuals to get up to the Capitol, but you can actually watch the committee meetings and they live stream them. Oh. So if anybody has an interest in that, regardless of whether it's common ed or business, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's always welcome. Everybody can, can you know, just So can you access and, that and watch it. by the Oklahoma like Capitol website, like the legislator page. Yes. yes okay. So that's super yeah, easy to, to get to, guys. House of Representatives. Yeah. yeah, just go to that website and log on. Um, I will have to do that too because I find several of those interesting because I like what I mentioned earlier, the clockwork behind it and what's put into something and then why it's where it is now, why we have to do these things or, you know, the new whatever it is that's going on and new policies. So I, I think that that's really neat. And I think that all of you listening should want to engage yourself as well and understand more of what's going on and, and that you do, you know, you have a voice as well, but if you don't stay up to date and updated, you know, with what they're going on um, and what they want to do in their committee, then you're just kind of falling behind. And when it's out there, you, you have no idea. And then you have, you know, so definitely stay updated and, it's entertaining, um, you know, when you want to volunteer your time to watch a committee meeting, and I, I love to do that. So I definitely Good. push for all of you, yeah, for y'all to listen to it as well. Um, so yeah. what is something that, and you, that might not be a question for you because it's common, but um, I'm still going to ask it anyway. Is there something that helps committees when what they're advocating for shows appreciation as in college students promoting higher ed for higher ed day oh great question okay so we have um people up here every day that are advocating for something and it's very important to meet those people to hear what they have to say um, to understand, you know, their viewpoint on why it's important to them, why uh -huh. they're advocating for that. So I do recommend um, that students will come up, or if they can't come up to the Capitol, they can at least make sure that they reach out to their uh, representative or their state senator, even in district, mm -hmm. and just have those conversations about what is important to them, whether it be funding, it may be a particular uh, policy point that they have become engaged in. So just having those conversations to where they, they know who their representative and senator are, and emails are important too. I mean, we certainly uh, look at all of our emails and our assistants are very good about making sure that uh, we 
see that and, and we can get back with those constituents. Um, I would say if it is between the two, an email or an in-person meeting, I would definitely say in-person makes much more of an impact. Um, so whatever a student is passionate about in regards to higher ed, it's very important that we hear from you and hear from the students. And, you know, one thing that I would advise students on is to make sure that they continue into their higher ed career. Like, oh, yeah. you know, sometimes I know that life kind of bogs you down. You've got work. You're trying to juggle work. You're trying to juggle, you know, your classwork and, and all of that. But we rely so heavily on our higher ed students that graduate and then can go on and can fill the jobs that we are needing. We really want to keep our people in Oklahoma uh -huh. so that, you know, we, we're not losing to other states and we have currently such a large number of jobs to fill in engineering, um, aerospace, those two particular areas, anything STEM related. We have such a, a need for teachers in our state. So if these are areas that you all um, are studying at this time, continue on, don't give up. We really are. We're needing you and we need to hear from you. Whatever it is that's on your mind, um, we need to know that because that's what helps us to, to know what direction we need to take as far as our bills and our votes. So, Wow, I think that's awesome. And I think that that is the perfect way to end the chat session. It, you basically summed it up. You left with encouragement. I love what you just said. Um, that kind of gave me some push to do something else that I've been wanting to do. So... <laughs> That, that's awesome Good. that you said that. And that kind of answered my any advice to student question. And I, yeah, you, yeah that's great. Well, if, there not any, if there's not anything else that you want to say, I just want to thank you so much for hopping on here with me and informing myself and all of our podcast listeners on a little bit about what you do and what state representatives do in the Capitol working for the people of Oklahoma. So. You bet. Thank you, Katie, and thank you, Marie State.